snipers you have to see what's happening in the cryptocurrency market today is the bitcoin bulls are in the process of a rescue operation attempting to come to this 200 day moving average on the daily chart and notice how we broke out of the symmetrical triangle yesterday exactly as we predicted and now we're starting to see the schematics of a potential breakout that could take us all the way towards the $50,000 level for Bitcoin. If we were to take the schematics of this triangle, notice how this would be exactly at the 100 day moving average. And for a retest of this level, it is about a 40% upside. And interestingly enough, what we saw in 2017 and 18, when we saw the initial death cross, we did see a 40% push to the upside with Bitcoin. And so you can see this 50 day moving average is about to cross here below the 200 day moving average for Bitcoin. And we can almost look at this like D day and the bulls are currently in the process right now as we speak of a rescue operation trying to get towards this 200 day moving average on the daily chart. We have a lot of important things to look at today, and it's not just Bitcoin making noise. Notice here how the total cryptocurrency market cap chart on the weekly is starting to break above the previous weekly candle high and it looks like we want to start head heading towards this home base 20 week moving average for a retest of this level which would be extremely bullish and we close the week green with a very bullish tail on the weekly candle that is an extremely positive sign and then if we start to get above this 20 week moving average, regardless of what Bitcoin does, that puts the overall market in a bullish trend. And here's the biggest puzzle piece that I personally was surprised to see after yesterday's close. Look at Bitcoin's weekly candle close, an extremely bullish tail, a nice continuation body. Does that mean Bitcoin is going to start seeing upside right now as the traditional markets are sitting at all time highs and Bitcoin is certainly the more attractive market right now. You can see we're just sitting here with the S&P 500 having a cup of coffee at all time highs. Bitcoin looks like a lot better of a hedge than it did a few months ago. And so does that mean that we are seeing the accumulation that we have been covering over the last few weeks now starting to bring Bitcoin's price back into this bullish continuation pattern? We have a lot to look at today, and we'll also take a look at what's happening to altcoins. Of course, Ethereum to the Bitcoin chart starting to show chart vibration at 65,000 Satoshis. This is an extremely key level for Ethereum. We're going to talk about what I'm expecting for others, dominance and Ethereum, because this is also a pretty long conversation. So I'm going to try to slow down to speed up in this video. The others dominance chart on the daily doesn't necessarily show much bearish price action, but it is telling us that something is starting to form and we need to monitor these highs and these lower highs and these lower lows, because if this is going to be a bull flag, we want to start seeing some strength here to assume continuation for altcoins. But when we come down to test this major support, which dates back to 2017, we also have confluence here with this 20 week moving average at the exact level. And so this is going to be an extremely interesting chart over the next few days into the next few weeks to monitor, because this is really going to give us an idea of whether Bitcoin is going to be the stronger asset or if it's still wise to dollar cost positions into altcoins. And so this is going to be a 
major puzzle piece and the chart that has a correlation to this is going to be the Bitcoin dominance chart. And what's very interesting about the Bitcoin dominance chart is on the weekly, we are far and below this 20 week moving average home base. But if you look at the candles over the last few weeks, it is starting to look like Bitcoin dominance wants to make a statement and it's already coming above the 50 day moving average for the first time since it broke down from this top. And so monitoring this alongside the others dominance chart is going to be the storyline, I think, over the next week and possibly into next week, depending on what type of price action we start to see. If we start to see this move up, that's going to change my opinion on whether or not we're potentially seeing a reversal here with Bitcoin dominance versus altcoins. Um, but if we see this continue to the downside, that would be the most beneficial scenario to everyone because Bitcoin can still come down in dominance and still come up in price. But that would say that altcoins and other projects are also getting attention in the market. And that's what we want to see for a true mature cryptocurrency market that could get beyond 2 trillion, 10 trillion, 20 trillion in market cap. We need to start seeing regulations, of course, as much as people hate it. And we need to start seeing less price volatility. And a lot of that will have to do with other coins taking up more dominance in the market. So Bitcoin isn't always controlling what the market does. Right. So we have a lot to look at. Today. We're going to slow down to speed up a little bit. It's Monday. We have the whole week ahead of us. Uh, and remember, turnaround Tuesday is tomorrow. And so are we seeing the rally before a fake out? We'll talk about that right now. You guys are watching the Snipers channel. My name is Naeem Alabadi. Remember to smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm. Let's start getting 300 likes consistently. Snipers, we got to grow this channel. Let's hit 100,000 subscribers this year. I think that's very possible here coming into half point. Uh, you know, we're, we're already, uh, you know, into Q3. And so um, Q1 and Q2 for 2021 has been very interesting. So first, let's talk about what's happening to Bitcoin. We want to start on the weekly chart because it is Monday. We have a new weekly candle close. And as I mentioned in the intro, there's this extremely bullish tail here for Bitcoin. We bounced on this 50 week moving average. And on the daily chart, when we look at what's starting to form here, we have this area, 34,788 that we started to monitor on the 19th of May when we saw the initial low of 30,000 for Bitcoin. And since then, this has been the most reliable support level. You can see the bodies of all these daily candles for the most part. Only one body closed below. Every other body was pretty much all wicks. Um, you can see this was a uh, initial continuation to the downside. Uh, and then we saw the one body close below. But for the most part, we know there's a lot of accumulation occurring here. And uh, I think it was interesting that on the six hour chart is really where you saw the volume, uh, because when you go on the four hour chart, you couldn't really see the volume. Um, it looked like there was more sell pressure. But that's why I always look at the six hour chart, because sometimes institutions when we're approaching these major levels, they know there are a lot of traders looking at the same chart. And so they're going to want to use different charts, look at different indicators. I only use indicators for confirmation, but volume is not an indicator to me. That's price action. That's very important. It's one of the most important things to look at. And so volume to me really matters. That's why I dissect it more than anything when looking at any sort of consolidation pattern forming to determine whether that's going to be a breakout or breakdown um, and the probabilities as well as the schematics. And so we have the six hour volume. So they were they, they were fine showing us that there's volume on the six hour chart. They didn't want to show us that on the four hour chart. And, uh, you know, that's the trick trap and frustrate crew. You know, the market always does the opposite of what traders expect. And that's why, you know, on the four hour chart where most traders are on the 
four hour chart because it's a popular chart, right? The 240 minute chart, then the trick trap and frustrate crew is going to depict one picture when in reality, there's another storyline playing part behind the scenes. And that's why we look at the six hour chart, right? And so we know there's volume here. And now we're seeing the, the, the early signs of the recovery operation being successful. We formed an initial formation that uh, wasn't able to break out or break down. And so that led to the second symmetrical triangle that is breaking out now. And so for those inside of our discord group, getting our premium signals, we sent out an entry at 37,500. And I am still in this trade, even though it's already hit all targets. Uh, we've already hit over 40,000. Uh, really, what we did was we just took the buy stop here at the resistance, we joined the party early, uh, we sent this trade out very early yesterday, um, as a buy stop, um, you know, four or five hours before it actually broke out. Um, because we were approaching this resistance. And I talked about this trade on some of my videos, of course, for those in the discord group, you know, you got that notification. If you're not in the discord group, the links are in the description below. We, we came up here, we initially tested this resistance, as you can see, and then we kind of flirted a little bit here. And then when we started to come up here, and come towards this monthly open, that's when we started to see the volume come in. And so um, notice how that $38,000 level was sitting right at the area in which we were going to come and break out. And so when there's a major resistance level near a major market structural resistance level, if we're coming up here to break out, this is where I sent the trade out. And we're starting to test this and especially if on the small smaller time frames where everything morphs into the larger time frames, we're not seeing uh, much bearish uh you know pressure against the bulls and we're approaching these major levels which was what happened yesterday uh, the reason we took this trade was because the volume on the 15 minute chart showed that remember what happened when we initially tested 38,000? the bulls were in control they were in the driver's seat they, the bears didn't bring price down the bulls just stopped buying and so that's why this was a major puzzle piece in our video three days ago, I believe. And then it was also another major puzzle piece that the bulls didn't let Bitcoin get below this level. And so those two puzzle pieces led to this, right? It led to this breakout because guess what? Because we analyzed the psychology of how the price action was treated at these levels, based on that, when we started to come towards this resistance again, we saw the same storyline. A lot of bulls, there wasn't any bears to fight the bulls here. I don't know, is it because there's a you know record number of you know uh, you know withdrawals on exchanges and there's not enough Bitcoin to be sold? I don't know. There it might be supply issues. You know, a lot of the on-chain metrics are saying one thing, uh, but we're looking at the on-chain uh, you know we're looking at the technical analysis. We look at on-chain metrics and fundamentals, but technical analysis is its own category. And so a lot of people like to say, oh well, you know this was when um, you know. Tesla tweeted that they were going to start accepting Bitcoin again after there's, you know, 50%, you know, uh, renewable energy being used to mine Bitcoin. Um, and that's why we reversed. To me, that's not why we reversed. We reversed because we tested 34,788, right? Uh, it wasn't because El Salvador changed their currency to Bitcoin. And that's not why we saw this pump here at 34,788. No, that's the reason we saw this push up to the upside was because we came to test 34,788. So as much as people want to attribute fundamental events to everything that happens on the chart, that's not what happens. And that's exactly what happened here. We saw the buy volume come in and we broke out, right? 
And that's exactly what happened. And so uh, we took this trade here. And the reason I'm still in the trade is because uh, setting my stop to break even as I always do, we've yet to even come down to test this level. And that's why I like to enter trades a little bit early in some cases because I knew 38,000 was here and this was the major resistance. And to get back on track to what I was explaining before, when you have a major resistance on a market structural level, testing near a major support or resistance typically acts like a magnet. So even if we were going to see a fake out, entering the position here wasn't a bad idea because we still had the potential of at least coming to 38,000 and then setting the stop at break even lowers your risk. And because we joined the party early there and we took the trade a little bit strategically, we have yet to see price action come below that level. We're able to hold the trade, even though we've already taken some profits up here, right? So, um, so, so we took this long, we, we you know, we broke right through 38,000. That was the most preferred scenario. It's exactly what happened. And so hopefully we can ride this to the upside because the schematics say that 50,000 is possible. And so let's get back to the macro and we'll wrap up with this Bitcoin analysis. Remember, I'm slowing down to speed up today. I hope you guys like this style. Maybe I'll just do this on Mondays or whenever it's necessary. The markets are always changing, right? So when it comes to the macro at this point, here's what we need to see. Turn around Tuesdays tomorrow. I'm fine right now with Bitcoin finding any sort of sideways price action above this monthly open. Uh, and I, I say that cautiously because that's below 38,000, but realize that that $37,300 level, in my opinion, the monthly open is going to be my key level. And so I don't care what happens this week, as long as we're above 37,300 and is, you know, especially for above 38,000, I believe that testing this 200 day moving average is going to be the full confirmation that the rescue operation has been successful at 42,500 where the 200 day moving average currently sits. And that's the confirmation that we're going to see a push of 20% to the upside towards this 100 day moving average to fulfill this 40% push to the upside during a death cross like we saw in the past. So that's my prediction here for the upside. For the downside, we come down, we break this monthly open, then sorry to say, that $34,788 level comes back into the equation. I know we beat the stick on this level, uh, but that does come back to the equation. And then now at this point for the, the, the second structure to bullish, you know, bullishly break out and then create another bull trap. That's a bearish sign that's showing momentum to the downside. Right. So um, so at this point, this is the breakout we need to trust. Um, this one was the first. This is the second, you know, uh, so the second is going to be a lot more reliable here. So with that, I do want to talk about exactly what's happening here to altcoins. First, we'll look at Ethereum. So Ethereum right now showing strength above the weekly open in the 100 day moving average. But what we really need to watch here, and this is going to have to do with altcoins and others dominance and Bitcoin dominance. So we are testing 65,000 Satoshis. It does look like it's having a cup of coffee, doesn't know where to go. So I think this chart is really waiting on this chart. Um, and I say that cautiously because Ethereum is the biggest altcoin. So maybe it's the opposite, but we want to monitor both of these charts, right? So with Ethereum to Bitcoin at 65,000 Satoshis, we're in a very sensitive area. We want to move above 73,000 Satoshis as fast as possible to assume further strength for altcoins. But starting to get below this weekly open at 64,000 Satoshis and especially below 65,000 Satoshis, we're opening the door to come down to form another low here. And we could still see bullish action in the more micro uh, and macro time frames. But on the micro, we might see a test down to the downside forming a bullish flag because that wouldn't be a bad thing, right? Forming a high, a lower high and then forming some lower lows. That's the initial uh, and that's the preferred scenario for uh, any bullish continuation on the macro trend. So I'm not so worried about this overall over the next few weeks, but we do need to monitor 
the total cryptocurrency market cap chart on this weekly chart because we're so close to home base and we're seeing so far four weekly green candles. That really looks like we're going to push the upside. If we get back above home base, we're back in a very bullish trend for the overall market. We can most likely see further highs beyond $2.5 trillion in total market cap. That's the positive thing there. If we start to see weakness, we want to hold this 200 day moving average at 1.5 trillion at this point, or else that brings a little bit more of uncertainty to the market. And that doesn't mean we'll see a full on bearish trend. We could do something similar where we just form more lows here before seeing the, the actual reverse, because I don't think we'll cross back below one trillion. It's just it doesn't make sense to me uh, based on um, being in this market for over 10 years, uh, really being, uh, uh, you know, observant and, and participating in the market for the last five to six years. Um, I just wouldn't expect uh, from the growth that we've seen for us to get below one trillion at this point. I think that uh, is very clear. It's like Apple when it hit two trillion in total market cap. It's stayed above one trillion uh, and it, it's it's you know, it's been um, holding those levels. So when, when an asset proves itself into the trillions, I don't know if uh, it makes sense for it to come down. And, and we're talking the total market, not even just Bitcoin, but Bitcoin does take up the most part of this market. So um, we want to monitor this. If we come up here and we start to form a higher high, that might not be a bad thing, right? Um, you, you know, but we do want to monitor this chart here because on the weekly chart, we have home base starting to come down. Uh, it looks like we'll get to 50% dominance with home base here. And it looks like we could see a test for Bitcoin at that level. We might see a consolidation or some sideways price action here. Um, I don't know if we're going to just continue to see downside or really see a bullish break to the upside. I think that there's gonna be a lot of indecision here over the next few weeks. Um, and that's what I'm sensing with the traditional market. So I hope I'm making sense. I don't want to keep beating the hammer here, but we need to monitor these charts and they're all at very critical levels. Others dominance, though, is the only one above the 20 week moving average and home base. And that's why I'm still bullish about altcoins. If we cross below this 20 week moving average is when I would start looking and talking about potential downside scenarios. Right. So we just have to take it as an umpire, be neutral because the charts change every day. So what happened yesterday doesn't matter. What happens tomorrow doesn't matter. What happens right now does matter. Right. And so we look at traditional markets. The market outside of Bitcoin really influences the crypto market. Right now we're testing this 50 day moving average. We are uh, or this 50 week moving average. We are uh, above all moving averages on the daily chart for gold uh, and testing this major breakout level. Nothing abnormal, just looking like a garden variety market retest to see continuation of the upside. If we see continuation to go, I think it's a good thing. It shows that institutions want to hedge away from traditional markets because they are sitting at new highs here. Uh, the S&P 500 here just sitting at new highs. I don't know if this is just going to go sideways, maybe see a little bit of some push to the you know downside to test the 50 day again. But we can't make anything of this when we're just sitting here at these highs. The DXY does have a potential reversal. We want to monitor this as well, right? Um, so far, I'm not worried. The daily candle isn't giving us much hints. We're still within the uh, yesterday's candle, uh, which was actually on Friday. And so we haven't seen any uh, real, uh, you know, decision yet with this DXY it hasn't broke the candle high from uh, Friday yet. So uh, we're going to monitor that into next week. Uh, and then we'll quickly just kind of slide through these international markets. Japan just kind of chilling here at the 50 and 100 day moving average. Nothing to make of that. Uh, same thing with uh, the CSI 300, the Shanghai composite. Um, they're all just kind of sitting, uh, you know, Euro 100 is seeing strength, but this was the weakest one to recover. So we're just now crossing below or above the previous March 2020 areas. So Markets are calm outside the cryptocurrency market. That's a good thing. Uh, and then finally, we want to monitor the gold to Bitcoin chart, this potential cup and handle formation that's forming here. That would be interesting to see if it breaks out because this is the 2017 
area where the gold to Bitcoin ratio uh, bottomed out. And so for us to get above, that would be uh, quite odd, in my opinion, based on what we now know about Bitcoin and its properties and uh, benefits and, uh, you know, things that uh, Bitcoin bring to the table that are better than gold. Right. So um, I don't think we'll get, you know, to, to, to this level. And so this could start breaking down. That would be a positive thing for Bitcoin. That would also assume that we could see this push to the 100 day moving average. Uh, and that's that 20 percent upside from the 200 day moving average. So very interesting time in the markets. I appreciate each and every one of you guys tuned into the Cypress channel. If you want to win one of my favorite textbooks about Bitcoin, Mastering Bitcoin by Andreas Antonalis, comment below and share this video. You'll have a chance to win. Comment your favorite altcoin, your favorite project, what you think about Bitcoin dominance and others dominance. I'd love to hear something thought provoking. David says, love the beard, brother. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate the kind words. Send me a message on Instagram. The link is in the description. You won Mastering Bitcoin. And with that being said, I appreciate each and every one of you snipers. Once again, congratulations to those that took the long trade in our discord. I'm excited to at least have a position here. If we start to break down, then it is what it is, right? But at least we have a position in and that's what matters. So with that, thank you all so much for tuning in today. Until next time, snipers 